Welcome to Behind the Pods, the podcast that looks behind the scenes on Supersonic Pod Comic Community. I'm your host, Nathan James Norman, and here in the studio with me are Ben Avery. Hey, it's me, Ben. Ben Avery. And J.S. Earls. Hey, it's me, J.S. J.S. Earls. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I... Ben, ben I don't recall if we talked about... <laughs> I don't recall if we've talked on this show about Ben uh, saying Ben, Ben Avery, uh, kind of doing the repeat thing. Is that a Bond kind of thing in reverse? Mm. I think so. I really don't remember why I started doing it. I just remember it just started happening on Strangers and Aliens at some point. Yeah. And then people said that that's what I was doing. And I realized, I guess it's a thing. That's, oh, it's fantastic. Thing. I mean, I... I quote you every time when I when I'm yeah. listening to your podcasts with it. So <laughs> if uh, if you were ever to not do it, I feel like I would feel like something was missing. So so yeah, that's that's fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, obviously we are back. We just released another episode. Supersonic Pod Comics was obviously an incredibly ambitious project. So much so the big two publishers are having a hard time getting their own things off the ground. Uh, and we are ahead of the curve as we're doing things, and we are back to a regular schedule. What uh, let's talk a bit about what our new schedule is going to look like. Uh, do you want to share that with us, Ben? Yeah, sure. First of all, I wanted to mention that um, if you're a Patreon or a Kickstarter uh, supporter, uh, you're going to get this raw audio and and it's going out to you the day we record it. But this episode is going, actually going to go out in the, the main feed on, on this Wednesday. And, and then next Wednesday, we will have the mark number four. And we'll be releasing the main episodes, primary episodes of um, our four regular series every other week. It'll be a biweekly kind of a thing. From there, the other stuff, there, there, there'll be some mini episodes here and there, and we're not going to um, announce too much right now because we're going to wait until they're ready to go before we really put them out there. But those will be things that may, maybe that'll, that'll show up in those in those off Wednesdays, just like this. This episode here, this behind the pods is going out on an off on off Wednesday. But we are keeping Wednesday as our uh, new new pod comic day. So even if you're not going to your comic shop, uh, you can still get some superhero stories yeah and uh, or better yet listen to us while you're driving to the comic book shop yep hey yeah I was, with your yeah I, I was gonna say too um so it's ben and i we've all talked about it too that um obviously um too with the extra even some of the extra content and special episodes um that we're going to be doing there's some longer ones we're probably going to do that we're going to put in the regular feed, but we're probably going to um, chunk them out to you guys first for our Patreon supporters who are on there and you'll, you will get them uh, either whatever in it, it, like, as we get them done, like in like three, like it split up into three sections or two sections or what, whatever makes sense for the length of the show. But um, we're going to try to be better about getting you guys content since you are the uh, supporters who are actually putting your money where you're, ears are i guess yeah, I don't yeah. Know. well and especially for our kickstarter people like those that allowed us to get started on this yeah it kickstarted us and so um we want to get some stuff out there for you that's that's special and and um unusual maybe I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that what you just said js uh we're planning the there's a new hero uh, that we're bringing into the fold that won't be a regular series. He'll, he'll be uh, guest starring and doing some things, but he is going to have his own episode and that's called Hawkshaw. And that'll be a longer episode. And that is what one of the things that we're, we were talking about where we're going to 
break it up into three chapters, release it to Patreon and Kickstarter supporters first. And then um, it will be a single episode that'll come out in one of those off Wednesdays like we were talking about. So, yeah. Excellent. Great deal. Yeah. So we have a lot of stuff coming up. We'll get to that in a little bit. But first, let's take a little bit of time and look back at some of the stories we've done so far. And we're just going to kind of rapid fire this, guys. So I'm going to ask you what you remember most about each of these series. We'll start with JS. Give us a uh, first thing off the top of your head that comes to mind. And then Ben uh, will will follow up. So uh, let's start with the mark. JS, what is the thing that sticks out of your mind in the places we've been with the mark so far? I don't know. Like I definitely, well, I'm just trying to think because they're, because <laughs> they're very, uh, it's very episodic in a way. Um, like, and so each, each episode kind of has its own flavor and style. And I, which I've kind of done that a little bit with Codename Superforce too. It's more, it's not quite the same. Like I'd say, super, Sumo Girl and the Randoms are a little bit more of the same thing, kind of longer, like where everything's kind of the same. But then each one, I really liked, um, Oh, I really liked the one, um, the, uh, the mark number three, right? The, uh, what's it, what's the, what's the title of it? The, um, that one every be, day, every day. Yeah. Uh, um, another, another beautiful day. Another beautiful day. I love that one. Like that one, like to me, like the, there's stuff like that. I mean, I, I remember, yes. I mean, I, I do want to find out. Um, and I don't know when or how we might find out or if Ben will even do something like a short story or something that actually tells the origin of how he uh, learned his power, learned his power or anything like that. But um, I kind of like jumping in right away rather than taking a lot of time, especially with all the other things we have um, going on. And uh, there's decisions like that that Ben and I have had to make uh, based on the fact that it is a shared universe. And we do have all, uh, all these plans that have to work within the same thing, which is... Uh, um, definitely more complicated than we probably really imagined and uh and, and just looking at as as difficult as coordinating all those things have been for us i can't imagine doing that for like marvel or dc um and, and, yeah i mean we're doing four four stories right now like that's yeah that's it you know <laughs> that, even yeah. that has been difficult yeah it's just really coordinating everything and they're just having all that uh, i mean it's just to have everything line up and not really compete against um each other um but uh but i love i love that episode um just because of the whole uh style of the episode um but but i love um which I don't even know what her official name is now because I know it's it was uh, Lady Lady uh, Ninja Lady, Lady, Lady Ninja Ninja, yeah. Ninja and Vigilante and I kind of hope she she has she ends up with her own kind of name or whatever that um, they go with but I, I know Ben's trying to be a little more real with it and um, and I like that aspect too of that you know how kind of saying you know well yeah this is absurd. You know, these things are absurd. Having having superpowers in real life is is a little crazy. Uh, and then you get people coming up with silly names like Earth, Wind and Fire and stuff like that. And and uh, it is fun to tease Steve McDonald about being the fireman. Yeah, right. Are we able to uh, to license Earth, Wind and Fire songs? Because that would. Yeah, be I don't know. It, you know, um, I have only looked into licensing one song. Now, the Paradox stuff for the mark is we have permission to use that by yeah. by Paradox, the artist. Of course. Um, yep. But I did look into getting a, a pop song from the 70s that I thought would be perfect for the final episode of the randoms. And uh, it was 
a lot of money. hundreds and hundreds of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So yeah, thanks JS. And so going to the author and creator of the Mark with Ben, Ben, what is something that sticks out in your mind? And this is going to be interesting for you because you're the writer. So I think things are going to stick out more than, uh, in us listeners. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, um, sticking out for the mark the thing about the mark for me is that it's it's kind of meant to be as much as possible kind of like the old uh the traveling do-gooder kind of thing now he's not traveling you know but every episode like like js said is kind of its own episode it's pushing stuff forward but intentionally it's kind of this adventure and then this adventure and then this adventure and you know the the, the villain of the week is 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 there you know where you had destiny and you had earth wind and fire and uh you know that kind of thing and so that's what stuck out to me i guess would be that i get to play with that kind of incredible hulk mold the only difference is it's one location and he's not traveling around and the reason he's yeah. not traveling around is because of the relationship i wanted with him and lady vigilante and him and his wife and Excellent. that was really important when I was coming up with the idea. And I, I came up with the idea of this, you know, this guy who has to partner with someone else because he's given them that power. Um, but then I thought what would be a nice monkey wrench there is he also is in relationship with his wife and uh, right. just what that can look like and what that could could feel like and just kind of what kind of uh, you know dramatic things can pop out of that. Excellent. Yes. Good tension all around. And so now uh, next series that we have on our list is Sumo Girl. Sumo Girl, JS, what is uh, something concise as the author and creator of Sumo Girl that jumps out at you? Oh, that man. we've done so far, man, just so, so much with that. Just just having the, uh, you know, one of the one of the reasons why I did this, too, was just I, I um, well, two things just real quick, um, which we may have covered in the other one. I don't know. Um, but like I one of the last things I had done before I started writing this uh, was a, a, a child abuse story and everything. And it's all, all real heavy and very serious and kind of depressing and everything. And I'm like, I want to do something fun. I just want to do something fun. Like I can't just like live in that head. Like I love stuff like that. That really kind of punches you in the gut and different things. But um, I just really wanted to do something fun. And I really feel like one of the things that, um, that the big two have done well, uh, but then they've not sticked with it is when they've done like, uh, kind of family oriented comics recently, like super sons and, um, the spider, the Spider-Man, uh, renew your vows, which are both fantastic kind of family oriented comics. And they've sold phenomenal because it's like the audience that we have is, you know, are most of them are parents or, they're at that age where they have whatever nieces, nephews, whatever, even if they don't have kids of their own. So there's kind of, there's kind of like that too, of that I wanted to, um, to do something like that. But then I knew just from the idea and from different elements of it that I, I wanted to really let it be its own thing and not, and it, like, I really felt like this is one of those things where I kind of led needed to let it be its own thing. Um, and, and, and part of that, you know, kind of goes to Ben. Cause uh, I mean, I'd say one of our breakout, characters has been orthy because we have so many people that that love her and everything and she wasn't even supposed to be a part of the series until until when we were going over things and the, and this is why editorial stuff is 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 kind of important and fun and and talking with everybody that's connected in this um 
as Ben was just like saying, I feel like Gollum King needs somebody to talk to. So, I mean, she was pretty much initially created by that for that reason, for to have him have some, somebody that's helping him or working with him or whatever. Um, so that it's not all this awkward where he's talking to himself or whatever. Um, and right. then obviously when, when you're a writer or whatever, like you want to make it uh, a little different and a little more interesting and give them uh, more character. So it is more, uh, fun to do and it makes it more fun for us as writers when we're writing characters that are different or funny or ha- speak different ways or do different things um so i had definitely ideas that i wanted to do like with that but then even like pe- as people have seen like then i bring in these like living rocks and everything and it was just like it, it's just there's things that like i just really felt like the whole thing needed to be like organic and kind of let it become its own thing because it already started off as its own weird bizarre thing um but that's also right. one reason why i wanted it in you know a different country and stuff too was that it could kind of be in its own like little world it's still attached uh, because we have big plans for our world but there's uh there's stuff like that that i was like you know i wanted to take advantage of those yeah. things and, and explore some of those cultural aspects too yeah, it's beautifully bonkers. I, uh, I my kids thoroughly <laughs> enjoy a, it. That's a good uh, quote. So, so uh, Ben, what is something that has stuck out at you in the first few episodes of Sumo Girl? The primary thing that sticks out for me in, in Sumo Girl is the two relationships the the relationship between um, Sumo Girl and Robot Cat, and the relationship between Golden King and Orthy. And just how you have these yeah. kind of, they're not mirror images. Uh, I don't think they were intended to be mirror images, but there is something yeah. to that where you have this, right. these, these two different people just playing off each other and their relationships and the way that, that that all works out and just, you know, what happens when, you know, one's in danger. And, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, that's what sticks out to me for sure. Uh, the relationships and personalities. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yes. For me, it's, uh, it's butt food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my kids were, um, they're, they're not really supposed to be using language like that. They're pretty young. I was taking them to the grocery store and I, you know, I edited the thing. So I, I knew it was coming and they did not stop laughing for 10 minutes in yeah. the car. I just, we just had to sit in the, the supermarket cause they wouldn't stop saying it. And I'm like, I can't take you in the supermarket saying this. So, uh, yeah, that's something that stuck out at me. I'm not necessarily saying it was positive, uh, but, that is, <laughs> but that is what stuck out at me. Okay, great. Uh, so we're up to the randoms and JS, what has stuck out at your mind? The one concise thing that has stuck out <laughs> your mind about the randoms. It's weird because even though it's more spread out, like I like how it's kind of focused around one main guy. Uh, I don't know, just like the mystery of it and just the kind of wonder that comes with it. It's it's of the uh, with the wings or the powers or different things and just the those aspects. Like I really feel like those are really strong elements of it. I guess that's one of the things that I love about a comics or sci-fi or fantasy. Like when it's done properly you get those feelings of awe and wonder when you watch it and you, and you're just like, or when you hear a certain scene or like whatever, and it's just like, and you're like, Oh, that's so cool. Or that's so like, and I mean, there's just, there's a few different scenes and moments throughout that where, um, yeah, it just really has some really cool, like for me, that's, that's what that feels like. Um, there's obviously there's other elements but i I mean for me i would say that's probably one of the strongest things that i get from it because i get more 
uh, fun and silliness. It, like, and even though there's still humor, because like Ben and I are still the same people, so we're still going to put some of the same stuff in all of our series, no matter what it is. But um, it's going to be done in different ways. And and with that, like, yeah, I mean, like, I appreciate that because I want, like, I want that. If you're dealing with powers and you're dealing with sci-fi stuff and you're dealing with all this stuff of, uh, and what is it like to um, get these? Like, those some of those are my favorite uh, superhero movies are the ones where the people are just like in awe of what they can do or what they are discovering. Excellent, yeah, good stuff. And uh, Ben, as the yeah. author and creator, what, what yeah. sticks out in your mind? The thing that's stuck out in my mind is um, the discovery that's come out of the the actors doing the characters um, mm. and just seeing uh, and it's the same for the mark. But um, but for this one, it's a little bit different. And I, I'm not sure why. And I, I think maybe it's because with the mark, they start in the middle of their story. Uh, but for the randoms, it really is like this is the origin story, you know, and that was intentional. Right. I didn't want to do two origin stories. I wanted to um, just jump right in with the mark. And and then with this one, it's kind of a slow unfold because, um, I mean, it's tied into the origin episode that we did where the, the ship blows up. And then that's, you know, for one reason or another, you know, who knows why? Who, Hopefully find who out. Who knows? Ben knows. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but <laughs> only Ben that's, knows. That's tied into their their stories. And, and it kind of comes from, you know, that there's a lot of different stories like that where, you know, Rising Stars by JMS or um, the Ultraverse and just different things where it's like this one thing that causes people to have powers. And that's what, what this one is. But then watching the, the characters and the actors kind of figure out, okay, so what is... What does this mean? Especially um, uh, Dave Clements with Lucas, like just yeah. uh, uh, he was kind of a dark horse. I, you know, I know him from before. And so it's like, I, I think he's good, you know, but is this just because I know him? And then, right. And then it turns out, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is this is pretty good. And he says it's the character is a lot like him anyway. And so I, I really okay. hope not for his wife's sake, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, that's probably the highlight, the, the standout for me so far. Yeah, excellent. That is um, for for our graphic purposes. When we have all of the characters splashed on that one image, um, I think the randoms is the standout image of that with the flaming wings. It's just beautiful. Uh, my kids, whenever I, I have a picture of it up in my office, uh, they're always talking about that. Like, oh wow, look, that's really cool. Which one's your favorite? And it's always the same one for them. It's the flaming <laughs> wings girl. <laughs> but yeah. you know, again, they're little, so they keep asking the same questions over and over again. Uh, so it is delightful. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying. Uh, finding out what's going to happen and you referenced uh j michael straczynski's rising stars which oh my goodness i loved that book and the last five pages of the series for me ruined the whole thing the the reveal right at the end was like oh it gets so heavy-handed and it was such a great unfolding and i can tell you guys you know having talked to to ben and and js about some of the direction of this uh that is that if that was your experience with rising stars as great as it was written up into the last five pages uh that is not the case with what's happening with the randoms here so uh don't be afraid if you had the same experience with me uh so so uh moving along we are up to uh codename superforce yeah. codename superforce js what has stuck out what well, the one thing that has stuck out of your mind uh for codename superforce uh, honestly i mean for me i will say and, and this is i think ben was alluding to it a little bit with the randoms um is i was surprised by just like uh right from day one pretty much like our um 
the cast for that series like just bonded immediately and really um really helped influence the characters in some ways but they all that they're they just i mean they immediately started their own group and messenger immediately start and they're constantly like doing and it was just like and and like that's what you I guess that for me, like that is so cool because like, that's what you would want. Like if we were writing a TV series, like we would love it. If, if our team, if the, if the actors who were playing our team were actually became friends like that fast and where they're like always right. wa- wanting to talk to get together and they're always, you know, teasing each other and doing that. And they're actually building this relationship that you want with a team. So then it, it kind of, in some ways it makes it easy uh, to to help that chemistry come across or to have, you know, different different elements come out, which is I, I, so important with audio because you're not getting the visuals with it. But, I, you know, the, to me, uh, it's funny, it, even though I could pick out different things with the story and the characters and different things, um, but and, and definitely like their portrayals of things have made me change um, some stuff. And then I've also kind of talked with the characters, with, with the actors about different things and, uh, and let them help kind of make some decisions and, um, about ways to do things or where, where to go with stuff. But, um, really honestly, like that was, that was a huge thing for me. And that was our biggest, that was my biggest, I think going into the, it, at least for me, that was my, one of my biggest fears was, um, getting the right actors and actresses for that series and then having, and then how they would get along. Would it really feel like a team or would it be like a team and and in the it, regardless of what it sounds like they i mean they definitely are they definitely act like that in, in real life so it's like it's really cool to be a part of something like that and that's a major reason why um a lot of times when i talk about uh, supersonic why i will call it uh, more of a family or whatever because because a lot of our casts and everything are very encouraging to each other and and uh, friendly and everything else Excellent. And Ben, what uh, sticks out of your mind uh, listening to the past few episodes of Codename Superforce? Yeah, I think the storytelling style with that one, uh, especially with the, using the flashbacks and things. Uh, just a little behind the scenes, because that's what this podcast is about. At, from the very beginning, we decided, JS and I, that um, the style of storytelling we would use would not use narration to help tell the story. You know, so like, caption boxes in a comic that gives you exposition and we decided that from the very beginning and so then js turned around and said well i'm gonna have things take place in the present day but it's all gonna be flashback and so like five minutes have taken place (laughs) in supersonic uh with a super codename super force but um but then the whole thing is just he's the characters are telling their story in real time okay so there's no narration happening it's just the story that's unfolding and just happens to be that the story is they're telling a story. And so he totally cheated. And um, yeah, so I'm going to cheat too sometime here, but well, yeah. Well, let me say, let me say, honestly, some of that came from uh, some of that decision was really was coming from the cast. And it was also coming from um, some of our listeners and people that we were sharing things with uh, because even, especially with like, uh, especially with origin and stuff. Um, one of the number one questions I was getting all the time was that they wanted to know the backstories of all the characters in super force. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I was like, uh, that, that doesn't go exactly, exactly <laughs> with what I was wanting to do. But at the same time too, like I, I like for me, I wanted to lean in to the aspect of, you know, that this is a spy story like there there and get a little bit of that element into it and the and the kind of the 
police aspect of it or whatever and get get into some of those things because i i know we wanted to have kind of different tone and style for different for the different series and i'm like well they're kind of like secret superpowered agents or whatever like i want to get a little bit into that more like some of those and some of those uh, not that they do it that it's funny they don't do it that much with uh, many other podcasts like audio drama podcasts where they do these interview things a lot of times it's for mystery or horror stuff or whatever um but that's why i was just like ah you know that would work really well for like a uh for like a spy kind of thing um and uh and i was just and that's the thing honestly it was like so many people asking me the backstories of the characters i'm just like well i just need to tell the backstories right. <laughs> in the in the episodes and hopefully to push the the thing forward because also i know and ben knows this too it can be hard for people to latch onto the characters if they don't know that much about them. If all they get is the, is just their character and they don't get too much of the backstory or you don't, you know, and not to say that Ben hasn't done any of that. I mean, there's little things he sprinkled in like here and there or different aspects, but you know, it's hard for people to really latch onto if they don't really like know the characters and stuff. So I mean, yeah. And and what happens though is when you have a limitation, set on you right that causes the creativity to grow like how do i work within this limitation to do what i need to do and so yeah did he cheat yes i'm gonna totally say he cheated because (laughs) you know it's just me you know this is this is me and him and i have to have something i bust him over but uh yeah it's it it caused then for me that becomes an a, a standout thing for the series it's just the way the story is telling when you have um right. vicus telling the story you have you know it's just that becomes a standout and so um yeah so that's that's what it was so here, here's my thought if you need to get back to him we can do a special edition of uh codename super force codename super force and you can tell a story of one of the uh, the interrogators relaying the story that the the <laughs> that Mike has told behind the scenes. That way yeah. you can double narrate this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> and now and now you know what's funny is because of that. Even though constantly, like every almost every day, definitely every week, I was I was I was having people ask about their backstories. Is now everybody's like, well, we want more team stuff together, and I'm like, well. <laughs> we don't have that long to do it but i mean we're definitely heading that way and then and then just to knowing where we're heading with our whole universe and other things right. um like i knew they would get that they get they get a little bit more i think people are i hope people are going to really love um super force number four i think it's uh fun it, it has some huge surprises in it and then super force number five is is not is like 90 percent um, going to be like the team all together doing stuff. I mean, they're going to start getting in it. flashback, right? No, no, it'll be <laughs> it'll be live time because now it's catching up to like what, everything else that's going on. Uh, because for people who don't know or whatever, um, like our number fives are basic are kind of like the end of our season one or whatever you want to call it. Like these are these are like whatever this the the season one finales for the series for the individual series, and then they're going to get start moving into uh, like more of a crossover thing and everything that we're gonna uh, be doing. So it won't be qu- it won't be the same thing. There will be like a like. This this will be the end of like our major arc for each one of those things. And then we're moving into the next step. Right. Sim- similar to uh, kind of the, uh, the traditional comic book five story arc uh, yeah. model. Very good. Um, so uh, that concludes all of our series and uh, really excited to 
kind of talk about what we've done before. But now uh, let's talk about right now. I know we've all had hiccups in our schedules. Uh, I know <laughs> that everything has affected everybody. And this whole pandemic lockdown thing, which uh, really skipped over all of spring for, I think, most Americans. And uh, I know some of our listeners are listening from around the world and has affected them in slightly different ways, but in very similar ways. Uh, lockdown, uh, concern for health, uh, loved ones getting uh, sick. Uh, I, I just thought it might be good to get a little more serious here. And let's start with the negative. What is uh, something either from a writer's perspective or uh, from a difficulty perspective? Uh, what, what is it or a personal perspective? What is a difficulty uh, that you faced during the lockdown? Uh, let's start with uh, Ben this time. Yeah, I, the big thing during the lockdown was just a what I call is a creative depression. I don't know if that's a phrase or not that that anyone actually uses, but um, I just really just didn't have any creative drive. And it was really a bizarre thing. Um, it's happened before in, in, in my lifetime, you know, uh, where it's just like all of a sudden I just, I, I got nothing, you know? Um, and part of it was at work, I was just diving in creatively trying to figure out this, that, and the other thing. I just come home and I just had nothing. I just had nothing. Right. And uh, it was, it was rough. And it actually had started before the pandemic. Um, honestly, it was, it was, uh, there was some stuff going on even before um, lockdown started where I was just like, I got sick. There was a major missions trip that I had to miss. There's just all the whole bunch of things. Although looking back, getting sick and missing the missions trip might've saved me from, you know, going through the Japanese airport and then also the Korean airport during Chinese mm -hmm. new year. Um, there's just a lot of, of uh, um, tourist travel and everything like that. And it might have actually saved me from being one of those early adopters of COVID-19. So yeah, um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, it, it, it turned into something um, where like I, I got sick and, and missed out on it. And then I'm watching everyone else. It's happening, you know, on a grand scale. But anyway, it, it just it recently in the last couple of weeks has kind of lifted. And I don't know really how, how else to describe it um but yeah that's that was probably the the hardest thing there were, there are other things going on as well but personally and creatively sure. you know that's that's probably the hardest part yeah no that's that's a real thing that creative depression i've never heard that term before so i'm probably going to steal it from you but that is a, a very real thing i know uh for myself in in my own life you know i'm i'm coming up with sermons and i'm trying to do them uh creatively and winsomely and that has had such a creative drain from me in some of the other areas uh you know like untold podcasts and some of my own writing and supersonic pod comics over the uh over the years now and some of those other things but uh it, it really does drain you after a while and I, I remember i was a for, there was a forum some years ago i was on and it was for creative types and and people were saying yep there is no end to your creative well and you can be creative and i'm like that's because you're not trying to be creative every stinking day of the life yeah. i think yeah. uh because it really does drain you there is a point where it it physically exhausts you and your brain's just like i need a break I'm done. So I, I love that term, creative depression. I think that is very true. And I think a lot of our creative listeners are can can identify with that. I, I know I can. And that's a great term. I don't I don't know if I've ever heard anyone use it before, Ben. What, ben yeah. Avery, creative depression. Yeah. That is that Hey, is I gave you a super negative term to describe something that feels <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. No, but Jess, yeah. what about okay. Yeah. 
No, I was just going to say, you know, I think that that's, I, I would say just from what I have observed online and stuff too, I mean, I think there's a lot of creative people that have um, had trouble um, getting in their right uh, frame of mind or whatever. But I think it, I think it also goes to like what Ben is saying and, and kind of too, because you're, you're using those creative skills in other ways, like as you're trying to figure out how to do all these other things. So then it's kind of like, it's kind of like you only have so much creativity every day and then you, and then your brain and your body or whatever, your mind, you just get, you just get, it gets poured out and then you're just, and then you're just exhausted of that part. You might still have like another part of your personality or whatever that you can, you know, it pour into other people or, or just love them or like whatever. But when it comes to like the, you know, going after going through all this stuff, trying to figure out, I mean, because so many people trying to figure out all different kinds of streaming aspects and, and even just job situations and well, they can't work. Just getting groceries. Yeah. Just getting groceries and everything. I mean, there's oh, just, yeah. There's so many, and even just, and, and honestly, and just planning out how you're going to do all those things. Okay. We're going to let stuff sit outside for an hour and then we're going to spray it down and then we're going to wipe each thing. You know I mean? There's so many where you just, you're using that creativity and then also with your schedule and everything else. And then you're trying, you're using that creativity so much that like you can just only, you can only give so much of that at that time. Kind of like what you're saying that, yeah, I mean, people don't burn out if it's, if they're only doing it on the side. Um, but it's like, man, but when you're, yeah, when you're professional or when you're doing it for a significant part of your week or day or whatever, it's like, yeah, it can definitely get tough. And then that's honestly, and that's when a lot of the creative people too, when it, when it kind of turns into a job and it's just like, well, I got to hit this deadline. I just got to get it done. And so then you're just cranking out crap. And, and, and you're in a, and a, can we say yeah. the C word on here? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, literally, like, I think that that's, that's a big thing of it. And, and honestly too, like, I can't imagine being, um, regardless of what whoever's listening to this may think of pastors and ministers and things like just the fact of that, um, that you guys both are and that you've, you have so many other responsibilities and so many other people that you're trying to help um, during this time and kind of pour into. I mean, I think is great. I, I, I think, I think, you know, and I think most people understand that, that that is more important than, you know, getting out supersonic, supersonic stuff or other things. And uh, especially when you start and it doesn't hit them, I mean, but like for you guys, it does. And I know you think of everybody as individuals, but even, even the, you know, just, there's just so many people and so many families and so much, there's so many different aspects that you guys are dealing with, but then, and other people don't really get it until like, if I start like relaying to them, like very specific things where like, you know, this person had it, this person almost died, this person, you know, and there, and there's, there's all these other aspects to it that, um, that it, it just, it gets so heavy. Um, like my, uh, my buddy that I, that I host another podcast with, um, his son is autistic and it's like, they are crazy careful about him not getting anything because as most people know, like when, right now, like when you go in the hospital in America, most places, um, if you have COVID-19, you're, you're not allowed any other family members in there. Depends on the state, depends on the situation and stuff, but a lot of, but most of the states, that's the way it is. And if you have an autistic kid or anyone that has any kind of mental issues, um, or learning disabilities, 
And then they're alone in the hospital and they're barely not really comprehending what's going on. I mean, that would be terrifying for them. I mean, and really, really difficult. And and when you start getting into those things and, uh, and you know, and just people that, you know, are also dealing with cancer at this time or dealing with other major issues, it's like, you know, it, as bad as we feel about not getting stuff out, um, that's why I would like just really encouraging people and why I have tried to sing your guys praises and, and other people too, that have been really helping out and trying to be involved. And it's like, that's more important than, than uh, entertainment or anything right now, even though I do think entertainment is important right now, because people definitely need to feel some kind of escape and to get away from stuff. But man, it's just so much more important to, you know, to help people and to, and to, you know, a bit um, it, that I will say, because yeah. I was thinking about this and I've thought about this um, kind of on and off. Um, and I want to talk to Ben about it. And what better time than live on the air? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, one of the things I was thinking that um, it, it just because too, just in the past, because I'm kind of a history buff and everything too. But in, in the past, uh, when there have been things that happened, then then it's kind of, and this is terrible to say it like this, but it's kind of, uh, it, it, I won't say it's cool, but it gives it gives writers a shorthand into doing things. So like, Say with if we had something huge happening in the world or different big things happening in cities and stuff, we could pretty much just say that this city went on lockdown or was in quarantine and we would not have to explain much more than that now because most people understand all the details and ramifications of what that is now. Whereas in the past, before this happened in the, in the last 100 years, you would have to to get them to get to get them to really understand and feel it and, and and everything, you'd have to explain a little bit more of of what it was like and use dramatic scenes and different things to get them to okay, this is you know what it's like to be in quarantine. We don't have to tell people <laughs> what it's like to be in quarantine and stuff like that. So, it, in some ways, it kind of it gives us a little bit of a shorthand to deal with things like that. And I would say with all the other just weird things of dealing with a new normal, there's elements of that that we can use as writers that also save, gives us time because we only have so much time we can do stuff. So it kind of frees us up to do other things where we don't have to be locked into this um, to explain stuff to people and say that, yeah, I've even wondered, I'm like, I'm like, are we even going to say that there was a lockdown or whatever in our, in our, in our world? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't but, know. Like, because we have we have big plans for the world, There's, right? For the whole world, like when right. I say the world, like the Earth has going to have issues coming up, and yeah, yeah. It was COVID nineteen one of them? <laughs> right, right, uh, and uh, and affected it, or or something that kind of yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We could even have it be something else, but yet yeah, it's for us, it's symbolic of what has happened with COVID nineteen. You know, um, but that's yeah. There's things like that that it's almost a shame not to use those aspects because you are speaking to, you know, the way that the world is now and what people have experienced. So you're kind of addressing some of those things, but yeah, that was just one, but I, yeah, but no, I have thought about that. Yeah. I've thought about that a lot though. Yeah, absolutely. So let's uh, move on to positive. Uh, and, and that's not to, to take away from anyone's uh, difficulties during all of this, their frustrations. I mean, let's face it. We have faced a lot of things 
COVID-19. I know a number of us have had uh, family members and loved ones who've been affected by it or affected deeply by it. The the lockdown uh, has certainly been challenging, joblessness, economic downturn, uh, racial tension. Uh, there, there have been a lot of negatives that have happened right now. The mental health crisis that we're only now starting to talk about, but it is going to come out roaring and we will not understand the ramifications of this uh, for years, I don't think. But uh, so not to take away from any of of that. But in the midst of all of that, there sometimes are good things that come out of it. Uh, has anything in your personal life or in the life that you or in just your perspective, has any good come out of this time of COVID-19 lockdown? Uh, J.S., why don't we start with you? Um, I, I mean, I I mean, the first immediate thing is I think like like most people, um, it, you know, kind of forces you to get back to basics, kind of, you know, and even just cause we all get so busy. Um, doesn't matter kind of where you are, or what you're doing, but we all just get, we all get so busy and, um, you have to, uh, you know, be, be more with your family and, and care about them. You have to, you know, there's so many, so many aspects of that, um, of, right. And dealing with, and like you were saying with the mental issues, like, everybody like it's so funny because there's different people complaining about anxiety i'm like dude like i don't know it's like i don't deal with anxiety and i have anxiety i mean like everybody i know is dealing with anxiety i mean this is many months long i mean they're the most positive people i know that are dealing where they feel like they're gonna have nervous breakdowns i mean it's just it it, that's something that we're all dealing with and then like if you It's one thing to deal with it, it. I mean, it's terrible to deal with it alone, but then it's even worse if, if you have a family and you're like, okay, I didn't mean to just bite everyone's head off, but <laughs> like, you know, I just, I need to, you know, it's like, right, I'm sorry, right. yeah, you know, and, and realize too, at the same time too, that they're, they're dealing with that or different things will hit them at times and just, and, and just doing that. And it's almost like, I, I mean, in some ways, because we do get so disconnected or so busy that, um, and I don't think everybody's like terrible at all, but you know, it is almost like learning uh, new aspects of your kids and your and your spouse and things, and that, um, and then just even them discovering other things that they might like to do or want to do or try to do. Like I know a lot of people that have. Uh, tried to like whatever learn a language or do different things like during this time because they realized right. okay yeah this is going to be months and everything and and trying to do different things like that of whatever uh, these different plans and and like what can we do what can't we do what are we tired of and especially that you get to you know there's there's just so many aspects in just dealing with all those relational aspects and how that um affects everyone and especially like you guys that have younger kids but then also my my son who's in college and just that whole big change of uh having to do everything online and then him also being we had to yank him out of work because he's uh because he's uh high risk and everything and um and there's a lot of things like that but at the same time too like i feel like even though a lot of those things like start as stressful like a lot of times, eventually it seems like there, there's a lot of people are understanding that you know all, all your anything that's kind of rough or whatever is coming from really coming from a good place that you actually are doing things or making decisions because you love them and, and things like that. And I mean, I, I think that, I think there's aspects like that. And I think, um, in some ways too, like people can only do, watch so much Netflix. You can only, you know, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you, you can only stare at a screen right. so much. So like you, I, like I feel like more than ever, most of the people I know, like they, 
they tend to want to spend time uh, now more than ever um, with people um, right. doing real things. And I, I think that's, I think that's, good. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. It is. Uh, so Ben, uh, what's something yeah. good you've seen come out of the pandemic lockdown? Two things. One is, um, and, and JS kind of alluded to this. I saw a lot of creativity coming out of people. Um, I saw people posting songs that they had made. I saw people um, talking about things that they were writing. And of course, I actually, there was some creativity that came out of me at work where I was get, I got to do a lot more puppets than I usually do, you know, and it's just, there's some fun stuff, video stuff that I got to do, but, um, but just watching people, um, do those things at home, you know, that they maybe didn't have time to write that book or whatever. And, and that is, that isn't to say anyone should feel bad if they didn't write that book, you know, like that's, everyone had different experiences and had different responses and that kind of thing. But that was cool to see. Uh, the other thing was I got more exercise than I have in a long time because I was home more. Uh, even though I was keeping some regular work hours, I actually had more time at home. And so I didn't f- feel bad leaving to go for a walk for 45 minutes to actually get some, some movement in because the way things are now, when I get home from the office, you know, I've got a pretty concentrated chunk of, of, of time where that is, that's going to be family time. And I feel bad, like leaving to go for a walk or to, to, and I shouldn't, you know, there's, there's things right. I need to get through with that because, um, it's important for me to be healthy. That's good for my family as well. You know, almost as good, if not better. I mean, who knows the scales, how that works out on it, but for me to be healthy, that's going to create better time potentially with, with my family, but I feel guilty, you know, right leaving my family to do that kind of thing. And so, but during that time, it was really easy for me to get in. I think I, I was going and actually doing a, a two mile walk four or five times a week during, the, during that time. Since then, when things started lifting and hours got back to normal. So the last two weeks I've gone for a walk once and that's it. So, um, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, but that was a really good positive thing that came out of it for me. Good. Excellent. Yeah. I know for myself, I had, uh, I, for work, I was always overseas, uh, for my anniversary and because of COVID I couldn't travel. <laughs> and I actually, for the first time in six years, got to celebrate my wedding anniversary with my wife. It was wonderful. And it was yeah. just when the uh, restaurant band lifted up here in Northern Michigan. So we were able to go out to a really nice restaurant. Uh, so that, that was wonderful. Uh, okay. So looking ahead, we talked a little bit about uh, the new schedule that's going to be coming out and really quick. I don't want you to give me the why, cause that wouldn't c- contain spoilers, which character in the scripts you are writing which one character are you looking most forward to uh, playing around with them in future scripts? Uh, JS. You mean after the number fives? After our number fives? No, no, no. Like from here forward. From now on. From here on forward. From the listener's perspective forward. Man. Yeah, that's a loaded question. Okay, Ben. (laughs) Okay, so I've got two. And and one of them is, um, I mentioned Hawkshaw which is it's a new character i'm excited about him that's a character that i've had in my back pocket for i want to say 21 years maybe 22 and finally i've gotten to be able to do something with him and so that's that's exciting to me the other one for the listeners just so that they 
just so that the listeners know, uh, there is a series Bible, which I have read through and gone through and kind of know what's coming up. There's not much on Hawkshaw. And and I think that's intentional. I am looking forward uh, just as much as you are to finding out what's all about this guy. It is not intentional because that was a late, uh, a late hour edition. Um, Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad that there's some mystery for me. Okay. So the second one, Ben, Uh, Toby, Toby Kane from the Mark. Oh, yes. Um, Excellent. Again, that that relationship between him and the other woman. Of course, the other woman is the superhero, not the. You're gonna uh, ruin his marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> we got the next episode next week, and in that episode, um, let's just say things start coming out of the dark. So. Oh. Yeah. The butt food I'm... hits the fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, and what well I will say also I'll take two too since he did, but I will say actually one of my and, and I hope that I'm not hyping it up too much, but I will say one of the ones that I'm looking forward to most that I'm not writing is Hawkshaw. Because the more that Ben shares to me, like uh the more he shares about like the character and his abilities and different things, uh the more excited I am to hear like that story and that character, because I think for me, I think it has a, he has a lot more details um, to him and, and to his, just the whole thing surrounding him um, that I, that I am kind of excited for. And then I, and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, this is, yeah, it's just cool. He should be in super force. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, well, We'll out of my later, cold, but, dying hands yeah. hey <laughs> hey no 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 you know it's funny because i was i was like i was like oh it's like you know we should do like a draft and ben and i should <laughs> and we should just put all the good and then have Trade a dra- draft and see see who gets the, who gets what and then uh you know because everybody loves that you know and you, to see who gets picked last on the playground and everything so of course that, yes you know, as long as it's me. not you it was okay, always so, me. Uh, so, <laughs> so hawk who, who else jazz Oh man, that's that's it's man, it's tough. Uh, I I will say who it would be, and and man, I, I know this is going to be uh, uh, difficult. I it might it might be Orthy, but I don't know how much longer we're going to have her because of the girls, because of our um, that girl who does her voice is in Hollywood and she's getting really busy and more and more known and popular so i don't know um how much we'll have her i will say that she has been uh michelle she's been fantastic i think she gets a i think she gets joy from how much other people love it and i will say um she and i both kind of have a mutual uh love for um ducky from land before time and uh that's a little <laughs> bit of, that's a, that's oh, a little nice that's okay. a little bit of where the inspiration for the way she talks comes from. Um, I'm following you. Yeah, yeah not, I, can, I can hear that. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, so a lot of times it, I will say now I tend to hear her voice in my head more than Ducky's. In the beginning, definitely heard Ducky's voice more than, more than hers. But she's like a huge fan of Ducky. And she was a huge fan of the actress who voiced Ducky, um, who I guess I think recently passed away like last year or the year before that or something like that. Um mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but she's I mean, she's like totally. And that's why if you listen to the after credits in one of one of the uh, or the bloopers in one of the I think number two or something like that, uh, you'll hear me make a joke about Ducky and then she'll kind of say something, too. And uh, and that's why, because that's a that was a kind of a big thing uh, between it. But 
I, I mean, for me, I would say that it's it's tough because um, and I'm sure Ben would say this too. It's like right, you, you got your two, you got no. your two. Well, I'm just saying it's like <laughs> picking, for picking one. He's pick. cheating again. Your two. It's like picking your favorite <laughs> child. No, I'm just saying it's like picking your favorite child because there's aspects of all right. of our characters that we're looking of that course. we're looking forward to 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 writing and um and there's stuff that I don't even know. It's funny as much as Ben plans out a lot of stuff, like I don't know how much we've really how much we really have set with how our specific characters for each series are going to deal with what's coming. All right. Radio. So we've got, uh, we, we've been going for a long time here. Uh, I, I, I hesitate to ask this last question, but I'm going to ask this last question. I'm not going to hold you to this for the rest of your life, but let's say Marvel or DC comics. Actually, no, let's say Marvel and DC comics came to your front door and they said, we want you to write something in our universe which character and you could do whatever you want take the the direction anywhere you want you've got 12 issues do what you want with the character which character which title are you writing for dc or marvel and why ben do ben first (laughs) okay um uh dc i would want to take on aquaman and that's just there's just a lot of storytelling potential with the kingdom stuff and i have one aquaman story i try not to think about characters i don't own and i try not to think about like what would i do if i could do a batman story but i have one aquaman story that just couldn't help myself and i just started daydreaming about it and yeah that's where i would go with with dc with marvel honestly i think i would look at man thing um, okay. You know, I, I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of horror comics. I'm a fan of the subgenre of swamp monster horror comics. Uh, there will be a swamp monster in Supersonic Pod comics at some point in the future. I don't know yes. when exactly. Yes. But it will happen. Um, but the thing I like about the, the stories that are are the classic and the good man thing stories are it's basically Twilight Zone, where the shambling swamp monster is Rod Serling. You know, where it's he steps into the story he creates chaos in other people's stories though and so there's just a lot of um just it's an anthology you know you move from place to place person to person there's a cast of characters you follow a little bit but um he creates chaos in those stories by showing up and being attracted to the strong emotions of what's going on around him and so that that would be where i'd want to i i'd want the challenge of making that work because not everyone can Excellent. Okay, very good. Yeah, and JS, what, what would you pick? And so, can I pick a group comic, a team? Sure, comic? of course. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Legion of Superheroes. For oh, DC. nice. I would. Excellent. I would. I would definitely. There's a. There's. It's tough to do. I think it's tough to do that one like well. Uh, but I think it, you can pull from a lot of the good the good elements that have been done before. And there's other stuff. There's stuff that I would want to do with that, that they have yet to do that drives me nuts. Um, that, um, cause I really feel like it's time and anybody that can, anybody can look on my Facebook feed and you'll find there's a couple different times I posted, uh, my idea for a new Legion, um, that would all be children of the current legion that have been the current legion for like a hundred years. So I really feel like if we, like I would want to take like what, what they did with the new teen Titans and do that with legion, have it and like, just kind of update it 
but also like I liked Infinity Incorporated and some other things. Like I like the children of the main characters mm-hmm. idea. And that one's just they haven't changed the characters in forever. They'll add some new ones, but the characters haven't changed. And I'm like, good night. This is the future. If anybody should be changing, it's it's them. They should be updating right. and you should be having these younger characters. And, and 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 the thing that I would love is having still having those characters we're familiar with in the story, but as adults, you know, and have them dealing and show their relationship with their, you know, their parents and stuff. And uh, cause they have had, because of how long it's been around, a lot of those characters have dated each other and have almost gotten married. So it's like, you know, it's like, just, just take the next step, you know, just do the Absolutely. next thing, give the new, do the new characters, <laughs> but they're still connected to the past, which I, it's, for me, that's like the best of both worlds because it's like, it's new, but yet it's connected to the, it, it's still connected to the past. And like, I just, I don't, for the life of me, I, I don't know why that they have not done that yet. And um, mm. yeah, that would, that would definitely be. That- because they haven't hired you uh, so <laughs> wonderful well guys thank you so much for being with us on the show today uh i am your host nathan james norman from behind the pods and on behalf of supersonic pod comics i want to encourage you to like share and subscribe this show wherever you find it review it give it some nice reviews on apple music or wherever you find the podcast spotify we really appreciate all of the feedback that you give us we are looking forward to roaring ahead with our new production schedule And once again, I'm encouraging you, go ahead and listen to the Supersonic Pod comics, share it with your friends. This is a superhero universe for the audio age. 